0: Hello friends, welcome to Tea Time with Team Universe. This is your host Chell. And I'm Zave. Be sure to grab your favourite cup, pour your favourite drink in it,
1: settle in as we are about to go on an adventure. (laughs) Hello, friends. It has been so long since I've sat in front of this microphone.
0: Mm, We've been busy little bees out here in the physical world.
1: I hope that the sounds of our voices find you in the most perfect place today. Mm. Or whatever day it is that you're listening to this.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, So much has happened since we last jumped on here and we've been talking about doing another podcast for a little while Um, but as many of you probably know with energy shifts and things and you know just life in general uh, things change so quickly. I feel like we've got a billion topics we want to talk about. We might have to do a whole a whole new collection of (laughs) podcast based around the things we've been talking about in the time that we've been absent from the microphone
1: it's been just over five weeks
0: Mm, wow
1: and in that time our whole world has changed Mm -hmm. as i'm sure yours has if you just take a moment Mm.
0: and take a look at it Mm, what's shifted who are you now compared to who you were five weeks ago
1: the last time that you were listening to our voices Mm. And for those of you who have just been hanging in there waiting for us to release another podcast, thank you so much for your patience. Mm. And for those of you who are just joining us, welcome. Welcome to the family. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually so excited to be in front of this microphone. I feel like Mm. we have so much to share, like you just said, Joel,
0: Something uh, sort of at the forefront, I think, for us at the moment has been talking about energy, as we always do, but energy in the sense of energy vampires.
1: Or what people refer to as energy vampires.
0: And how to restore and preserve your energy and, like you would say, Zave, not having porous boundaries, really. Mm. Allow an energetic level.
1: Yeah, because boundaries aren't just a physical or a sexual or a mental or an emotional, um, boundary. There's also the spiritual, but all as well as like energetic, mm-hmm. um, and energetic boundaries are really similar to physical boundaries. Mm-hmm. So if you are getting really good at physical boundaries, then you can imagine that you can also use that in the same sense as energetic. Um, so just keep that in mind as we're, we dive into this conversation. Mm. The subject of energy vampires is really interesting because I feel cringy when I say the word energy Same. vampires. It yeah, feels know. like such a buzzword. <laughs> like a buzzword, <laughs> energy vampire. Yeah. Um. It also just feels like uh, we're putting a negative connotation on vampires. And I don't know about anybody else who's listening to this, but I always kind of wanted to be a vampire, not for drinking blood purposes, but because it is a Physical representation of our immortality. And Mm. I think it's real cool. (laughs) I
0: always wanted to be like Lestat and have, you know, amazing mansions all over the world and.
1: Only live at night.
0: Treasure and and awesome coats and things.
1: (laughs) Of course yours is for the fashion.
0: (laughs) Oh, I've got, I've got so many pictures saved of all the brocade coats I want to sew. Just haven't done it yet. (laughs) Mm.
1: Note to self, married a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) anyway um in the sense so when we're talking energy vampires we're talking about the people who suck the life out of you who or who are feeding off of you um often more like or more often in our life we refer to them as feeders not necessarily as vampires um and i think that's probably because obviously we've just made it real clear how we feel about vampires Mm. um so feeders would be someone who, like, you can even notice this in the most random of places. I was just thinking, uh. yeah, of a couple <laughs> of instances. Um, so you could be at a place and you're like, why is this person standing so close to me?
0: A mm, little t- inside your comfort zone. Like in primary school, we learned about comfort zones and and like you've got about a metre squared around you that's kind of comfy. Might be different for people now with the current climate. Well, it's um, just kind of
1: come back, um, this current climate here mm. in Newcastle, in New mm. South Wales. But before the current climate was mm. the way it is at the moment, people were getting more comfortable with being in crowds. So then you were beginning yep. to notice this this same phenomena happening again.
0: Mm. But ev- everyone has their own, like you all and we both have our own uh, sense of what is comfortable when it comes to physically being in close proximity to someone at some point if someone is a little too close to you they've crossed your energetic boundary that you've got around you and all of a sudden their energy is in your energy and you just realize "Mm, that feels a little uncomfortable you're a bit too close what gonna I was going
1: to say, and what you notice is that they aren't necessarily doing anything. They're just standing there. Mm. Perhaps they're not even looking at you. They're mm. just looking somewhere else, and they just seem like they're just hanging out in your vicinity of your energy, and you're like, this is really weird. Why are you standing so close to me? Mm. And you start to think thoughts like, well, maybe their boundaries are different than mine, and obviously they don't have an issue with being so close to someone, but um, the longer that they linger, the more in my world that I go, oh, you like how my energy feels. Mm. So you're just hanging out in it. And they don't even realize that they're doing it most of the time. Most of the time. They're just gravitating towards my energy because mm. they're like, oh, this, this is where I'm at right now. And most times their energy feels nothing like mine. So that's how I know that A, we're not on the same vibration.
0: Mm.
1: B, you like how my energy feels because it might be nicer than yours. Mm. and see you're feeding off of it like the sun feeds the plants mm. <laughs> and yeah. i begin to then feel like i'm being fed off of mm. uh, and i can kind of notice it's kind of like <laughs> i just saw the image uh, in harry potter where um
0: the dementors the dementors
1: are like sucking the yeah. life out of people that's really similar to what it feels like yeah. when you're being fed off of
0: um something interesting if you've if you've never noticed that or maybe you have noticed this um, I've had people come up to me before who, and it seems you just, they're just a person, you just notice them as being a person. Maybe you're waiting in line for coffee, for example, or tea or something. And they just stand again, a little too close, like we said, but then you realize their energy to you feels dark or dense or just a bit heavy. It just, you can get a sense of a shape or a weight or a texture of their energy and it feels different to yours you might feel like a feather that's you know full of bright colors or light or some sort of calm space and then all of a sudden you notice that there's some you know coals behind you that have smoke coming off them there's like this feeling that there's some sort of denseness or darkness or something um that's attached not attached but resting in your energy for that time um but what I've noticed too is sometimes those people will keep coming around they might seem like strangers or acquaintances or whatever it is or you know you're at the gym and you're using some bit of equipment and then next second this person is there and they keep gravitating to you and every single time you feel that sense and you and now recognize that as oh they're they're feeding them again most times they don't even know that they're doing it they just know that you feel good
1: if they they, even know that at all they're they're, they're just there maybe they're in a trance
0: yeah often you can tell
1: yeah you can often tell on in a physical level they don't even recognize what's happening they they might just be standing there on their phone yeah, in one place, but they're they're energetically bound to you because they're they're feeding, mm. but they don't realize that. It
0: feels nice to be in your warm, cozy energy.
1: Yeah, because most people are not awake, so they're not self-aware of what their behavior is mm. or what they're doing in the physical realm. So mm. often they they have no idea that they're they're doing it, but <laughs> it's kind of interesting when you begin to notice that they're doing it because mm. you're more self-aware perhaps than some of the population.
0: Mm. um another interesting thing with that is sometimes like for i'll give you an example um zave and i and my cousin were at a cafe and we felt someone come and stand next to us and we all felt them they were behind me i'm not sure i don't think you guys saw them we just all felt them and then Mm. we recognized that they were there but it was like a a sort of dark purpley cloud, thick cloud just wafted over our table and we'd been talking all sorts of, I don't know, everything and energetic and dimensions and light and we were all excited because we'd actually just really connected on such a deep level and then all of a sudden this big cloud wafted over us and we recognized that someone was feeding and then they moved a little bit closer, they didn't need to move closer to us, they moved like Like they were moving out of the way of someone but they were just (laughs) just taking very small shuffling footsteps until they were literally right on top of us that it was almost like you know do we offer them a chair (laughs) like you're right at our table (laughs) just standing Um, there yeah and then they took a seat at the table next to us yep um, on the other side of our table. So they walked around us and took a seat on the other side. And we sat there for a while and we all recognised it. We all felt it and looked at each other and we're kind of just chatting away a little bit. And then all of a sudden the energy in our space between the three of us sort of dropped. It's like something very cool cut through it and cut through the whole room and we all just went, it's time to go. Like we've we've spoken enough in the presence of this person. We're not, not going to give any more. Mm energy or information or anything they just felt like a real um need to be quiet and to be out of there
1: and also mind you you've mentioned before that they come back around this same particular person Mm. Chell and i have experienced in the most random of other places we've Mm. seen them on the bus We've seen them on the street. We've yep. seen them in other office buildings. And they just kind of keep standing there in the most yeah. strangest of ways, staring.
0: Yep. And um, this this is someone, too, that we don't know. It's a stranger. And we haven't probably seen them in a year. Yep. Maybe more. Yep. Um, just another person that lives in this city. Um, which, again, big city, like
1: thousands of people that live here.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's very interesting to keep running into this person in places that aren't your regular sort of, this is not where you go. This isn't a cafe. We frequent the bus. Sometimes we're on different times. Like it's not different
1: parts of the city. Yeah, Like it's very abstract, but it's also really interesting because it's like, I feel like they know us really well. Yes. They're always there. Yes. And there's an energy
0: connect between between that because... And
1: eye connect also. Like they always make eye contact.
0: They've never made eye contact with
1: They've me. They've definitely made eye contact with me. Yeah. Mm.
0: So maybe they're there for you. No, they're not. <laughs>
1: and then this leads me back to being like, and what part of my subconscious are you? Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is always like everything in this plane. It's multifaceted.
1: Do you ever wish... Or think about, not wish, because you got to be careful what you wish for. But do you ever think about...
0: My grandmother said that to me before she passed.
1: <laughs> do you ever think about what your life would be like if you were not self-aware?
0: <laughs> you know, dun, dun, dun. A, a memory comes to mind, which I've, I don't know if I've spoken here before, but I've probably said to you before, um, of when I worked up in Byron Bay at a tattoo studio and I was contemplating life and death and all the things I was in a really strange transitional place and these girls walked past the front probably in their early 20s and they were all giggling and laughing and having this little chat and they paused and chatted and I looked at them and I was like god it must be nice to be so ignorant I was like, they must have no idea about anything. There's no way you could be laughing if you knew the things I knew about the world. the world. I was just like, wow, what a place.
1: That's it. The feeder's yours. Listen to how you just talked about that. Yeah, but
0: this is, I'm also talking years ago. <laughs> we have a lot of fun now and I've I've loosened up quite a lot, but I feel like then I was- So
1: serious. I was
0: so serious. I've. What was your question again?
1: Do you ever think about what it would be like to not be so self-aware?
0: Yeah, and those girls is what I think of. (laughs)
1: Yeah, fair. I think about people like that too. And uh, oftentimes I have been way too serious in my life. I was just wondering because, um, you know, I feel like that not everyone thinks the way that we do or, or looks at a cafe and goes who in here is feeding and what part <laughs> of my subconscious are they and how can I learn and grow from this and how, what is this showing me and mm. what kind of mirror are you and mm. how do I, and what's this? And I feel like that I used to be a guy who was really wrapped up in the material world and the th- in the 3d. And I say this with air quotes realm, mm. whereas now I feel like I can't get away from, the self-awareness which is great but it's also exhausting and it's also like um <laughs> so many other things it's like this big plethora of stuff that I never imagined I would be thinking about or processing or even mm. looking into or questioning and and it's it's so bizarre and I when we're talking to the world like the, we do mm. I just wonder how many of you out there go yeah I'm so self-aware. I wonder what it would be like to not be. Mm. Or I don't think about these things at all. Why do these guys think about this stuff? Like why why do they waste their time thinking about all these mm. things? Not that I feel like we waste our time, but I'm just saying there might be people out there who think that. Mm. Um it's just um it's just really interesting. Mm. Just curious.
0: Well, it also I feel like that brings us back to what we were chatting about this morning where I'm beginning to look at the world like i'm meditating mm. so when i meditate you know or if you guys know if you meditate um when thoughts come in you just allow that just witness them and allow them and you are present you are an observer and you allow these thoughts to come and go like clouds in the sky and they're just there, yes, I know sometimes it can be hard. You get carried off on a cloud, and all of a sudden, you're way left. And you're like, Hang on, how do I get back to center? Right? Mm. But if you look at your life like that, too, these things come in feeders, for example, come into your awareness, things come in strange experiences. But finding your way back to self and just witnessing those things is a really beautiful place to be, to just notice and be like, oh, this is, this is weird. Like compared to what I thought the world was 10 or 15 years ago to how I perceive it now. Um, it's a, it's a really strange place and there is so much space for what people would call the supernatural or, you know, just strange experiences. But if you get carried off in them, that's when you you go down rabbit holes and it can be quite maddening to go down into these spaces. But if you can witness them and acknowledge them and take whatever learnings from them, but come back to center and go, you know what, I know who I am <laughs> in this space at the core of you. Um, and it's okay that these weird things are coming in. I'm going to yeah witness them and work with them, but don't get... Lost in them,
1: you know. That's some really good advice. Because often, I've heard about self-awareness being maddening, mm. being e- more than exhausting, being so like, depra- like deprecating, like almost like self-deprecating, mm. but in in a different manner. In mm. the sense that, like, it becomes so overwhelming how much can be observed consciously Mm. and how much then is being like how much work is being done subconsciously at the same time that people begin to just lose their mind because that's all that their life gets made up then is what is this showing me about me? Mm. What is happening here? What's the meaning behind this? What's my Mm. lesson here? What's this? What's that? What are these people to me? And it just becomes that's it Mm. instead of just being the observer
0: Mm. Well, it's interesting, actually, my lecturer said something the other day about in the shamanic, it's more important about not so much why is this happening to me, but why is this happening now?
1: Mm, because you're ready for it.
0: What is it that's yeah, what is it that's coming up you know to witness now? you don't again, like a thought coming into meditation, you don't have to get carried away down a rabbit hole and lose your mind about it. Um. there are other people out there like you who can witness things and listen to things and have super bizarre, by most people's book, um, experiences but still come back to center and maintain your sanity and your sense of self. Mm. And
1: almost everyone's going to have a feeder at some point. And mm. perhaps you've been a feeder at mm. some point and mm. he didn't realize it. You I think it's a natural ebb and flow of mm. the human existence mm. um, to find energy and feel it mm. and to experience it and to like it or not like it or to analyze it or not analyze it or mm. to witness it or not witness it i mm. think it's such a natural thing that we just don't talk about very often
0: mm. well we all if you think about even just gravitating towards people that feel nice to you or you like god i energetically over my life i can think of a few instances instances where i've felt like i wanted to be friends with someone or be around someone because i just knew that i liked their energy there was just something about them but it could also be because what they are is also in some part within you and you want to be more like that and you you get a sense of that you feel that so feeders aren't necessarily always super bad sometimes yes 100 yeah, percent.
1: because then there's the ones that like that's what their job is they're they out come for down that here, they're <laughs> out for that they're feeding because they need it to survive yeah they're feeding because it fills them up it it keeps them alive yeah it, um that's how they move through this world yeah. um and and more than that, that's that's the job that they signed up for in their interlife, yeah. to come here and be that. Which and is
0: also... Sorry.
1: No, go for it. I've lost it.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, which is also where manipulation stuff can come in because if that's the goal is to feed off these off people in um, like a survival type manner, then manipulation becomes an easy task to try and get to those people that feel the best to you even if you're not like them your light becomes very very dark because you instead of looking inside yourself for your own light you're looking to others to feed you to feed a light to you
1: Mm. and so if you're the type of person who has that kind of a feeder around and it's more than just in the coffee line or at the, the cafe um it's important to note that you can begin to notice signs of that um one of the biggest signs uh, that you can become aware of is how do you feel, and I ask this of my clients too, to start analyzing your relationships and how do you feel when you leave someone.
0: Mm. Rank it like you. Yeah. So
1: rank it. I ask people to rank them in numbers, uh, up up to positive five and down to negative five. How do you feel when you leave that person? Mm. And if it's in the positives, great. And if it, even if it's in the positive, if it's not a positive five, and even if it is a positive five, you can still do something to improve that relationship. Mm. And this becomes like a coaching technique. Mm. Um, you can still do something. What's one thing that you can do to improve that relationship? But mm. if it's in the lower positives and it becomes even more so in the negatives... What do you need to do to improve that relationship? Is it on you? Is it on them? Mm. Uh, Is it on both of you? Is there a conversation that needs to be had and there's like one particular thing that's causing that or is it actually toxic?
0: Mm. Is that serving you at all?
1: Is it serving you at all? Do you need to have no contact? Do you need to end the relationship? Do you need to go to a further extent other than just having a conversation and analyzing the relationship and rating it? Like there's so many different facets that can come off of just looking at how do you feel when you leave someone? Mm. And that information can give you a lot of answers
0: to the questions
1: that you've been asking yourself. Yeah. Because if you're listening to this, more than likely you've had this experience. Mm. You might even be having it now. Mm. And you're listening to us and going, oh, my God.
0: That, per- that person I spend so much time with is a minus one, a minus <laughs> that, five. That person
1: that's coming up for you right now, mm. as w- I'm saying this to you, mm. analyze that relationship. Mm-hmm. Have, have, have a real good think on It doesn't make you a bad person and they can't hear you mm. if you're thinking about this. I'm just gonna leave you with that on that.
0: I got goosebumps rolling down <laughs> my back and legs with that. So someone is saying, Yes, that's the right thing.
1: Um, so just just do that. That's one thing you can do. Mm. And that and that's that'll tell you a whole lot about how you feel. Another way to notice it is like, you know, there's c- chronic fatigue and mm, that's a huge one. Huge indicator. Of, uh, like even headaches, um, stress uh You can look at these physical ailments that you're having and start to notice the emotional attachments Mm. or uh, interactions that you're having with others that create the scenario or situation that's causing the, the, the physical ailment that's coming up um so then you can start to look at it and be like right so it's me or it's them or it's this or it's that and and you can start to like put it into categories but then you can start to really become aware of how your physical body is trying to communicate with you because our physical ailments are showing us the things on the inside that we aren't so aware of that Mm. is your subconscious mind saying hello there is something to note here Mm. And this is how I'm getting your attention. And normally when it becomes a physical thing, it's been going on for long enough Mm. and it's been trying to get your attention in other ways that you were ignoring. So now it's become this physical thing so that you can then pay attention to it. But even most of us are just like, oh, I'm just going to chalk it up till I'm just super exhausted. I sleep terribly. Mm. No, there's something else going on there. Um, And that can also open up like Pandora's box of a lot of other stuff, trauma, Mm. all kinds of other things um, that, live in that box that have Mm -hmm. to do with that physical ailment but if you normally when you're having those kinds of physical ailments your emotional and energetic levels and vibration are still vibrating in a manner that allows and brings in that kind of stuff to your life Um, so you would still be experiencing um, situations and people who would bring that for you because you're allowing it by still being on that vibration by not looking at it so mm-hmm. in the big scheme of things, doing this kind of an activity, looking at rating your relationships and looking at your physical ailments and stuff will do more than just allow you to, to recognize the feeders in your life or whether you're a feeder. Um, it will allow you to start to see things and patterns and behaviors within yourself that need to be healed so that you can then have a better life. Mm. So any of these ways can help you to like not only analyze – Yourself, but your life and everything that's happening for you, mm. and it's just like a cool practice to really start to uh, become more self-aware. Mm. And if you're already self-aware, it will just deepen that that level in which you are self-aware. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think that those are some ways to start to look at things. Uh, mm. There are many more. Uh, I'm not saying that that's the only ways, mm. but those are just yeah. just a few.
0: Witnessing just, though, recognizing. Even just noticing when people are around, like ranking people and working through that amazing process, like you said, with all of your relationships and people. You could even do it with acquaintances. Mm. All those feeders that drop in, you're like, how does that make you feel?
1: Mm. And what's Um, going on there?
0: Yeah, it's a good place to start to witness what's actually happening in your field. Yeah. Um, So I hope that leaves you with something to contemplate. And just th- think about the th- think about the relationships, and maybe take some time to witness what's happening in your in your life. What's coming in and out of your experience. Um, in our next episode, we're going to talk about how you can work with these energies and how you can replenish your own energy, so it's easy to come back to that center, to that space that we spoke about before, that place where you want to witness these things but come back to yourself with clarity and safety without getting lost down rabbit holes.
1: Until next time, friends. You're welcome to find us on Facebook at Team Universe or you can find us on Instagram at Team Universe Official. We might even have a sneaky TikTok in there that we're super not on very often, but we do get on there. (laughs) And also, you're always welcome to send us an email if you want to chat. If this is triggering you or if this is bringing up something in you that you're Mm. like, wow, I really want to talk about this. um, You can find us. You can send us an email Mm. at teamuniverse1111 at gmail.com. And always, you can find us on our website at teamuniverse.com.au.